Oh man, I this is do brought work. to you by Audible. Audible.com. Welcome to Phoebe number something. Scott went to go get some Pellegrino. Well, he went to get a glass for some Pellegrino because that's how fucking fancy he is. Uh, we're back, everybody. We're back because of Audible. Audible said, hey, do you guys want to do a podcast? And we said, no, but we will anyway. Now Scott's looking for glasses in the kitchen. Uh, sorry it's been so long. Uh, Scott's super busy with work. I am not as busy because I don't work, and uh, that's the story of our lives. If Scott didn't work in Santa Monica, we'd probably have more podcasts up. That's true. Scott, you sound great. You sound great. Thanks, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, can light a candle. Oh, what's that um, supposed to do? Like for your dead well, relatives. So there's something that's in the. It's something that's obviously in the air. It's not. Right. It's not like liquid. It's not like it's spritzing in your eye. Yeah. It's something that's that that somebody. I'm sure a scientist on on the internet could explain <laughs> you know it. What? But I believe it's something in the air, and I don't know if it's an old wives' tale, but you could light a candle near it, and supposedly that will help sort of disperse the that shit. <laughs> maybe why do onions make you cry the second most suggested thing is why do onions burn your eyes and why do onions make you fart uh oh it's good it's good to know maybe it's both the same reason. onions produce a chemical irritant known as sin propanathiol s oxide it stimulates the eyes uh i can't even pronounce uh lacrimal glands so uh. they release tears Scientists used to blame the enzyme alanase for the inability of substances, for the instability of substances in a cut onion. So that's that's fun. There's a big old chemical that's coming out there. Yeah, well, there's something obviously. Sin. That's a lot of things. It's Do you want to look at the chemical? Look at the chemical compound for the it. Sin. H three C S zero. Wow. And that's what happens. And that's, that's what made you cry. That's what, what if he tried to hug you? 
I don't. I would have taken it. He seemed like a nice guy. He's like, come here. Brandon, I could have used it. I Brandon was bored. Here. I was cutting three onions. Brandon here. Oh, what if he grabbed your Thanks, butt? Thanks, buddy. All right, that'd be, that'd be a little weird. I try to back away. I mean, I don't know. What do you do You're in crying. that situation? <laughs> what do you do with the FedEx guy? <laughs> when, like, when I'm crying and the FedEx, <laughs> the on track man comes. Yeah. And then he, and then you're you're hugging it out a little bit, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, this feels all right." And then you yeah. feel it on your butt. Yeah, he's not he's not being weird. Uh, no, I mean, no, that's he's def- the definition it. of being. He's oh, he's patting, just patting it. it. Then I think it's like then he's good t- game sport. Yeah, good game. And then he pets it. <laughs> I don't. Uh, he's like, "You feel better, buddy?" And then he's like petting your butt. Wow, he's, he's kind of in your because you're hugging, so he's like in your ear. He's like, "You feel better, buddy." Oh, that's what he's saying to me. I think I'd, I think you I'd be okay better? with it if he's saying you feel better. Is this better? Is this? <laughs> well, that's different. If he's saying is this better or you feel better, or is this better? A little lower. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Scott. Lots happened since the uh, last time we recorded, but uh, nothing true. in particular that we remember. Uh, yeah, I did have to admit that I didn't, I can't think of something that. I'm trying to think if I have anything to talk about. I'm trying to remember a fee breed too for later. Oh, I've been burning through yeah, Michael Conley oh. Bosch books like nobody's business. Just so that'll be, I'll, right. I'll have a fun feed read later. All right. Uh, so Scott, uh, a lot of people out there on the internet are uh, asking us questions because I said, hey, Scott doesn't think he has anything to talk about. Oh. So then the internet's like, well, guess what? I got shit for you to talk about because I'm the internet. So here we go. Did we ever consider offering a Phoebe patch like Tell Him Steve Dave, maybe a Canadian sniper one? No. We've no. never thought to do that. No. Like a biker patch? Is that what they're talking I about? I guess so. I don't know. I feel like that's the thing they do. It's a right? lot of Four things color. that we haven't considered doing. We have. We have we, Although we've considered doing a lot of things. Here's the thing. If we did <laughs> consider doing it, we still wouldn't actually do it. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. You we, can get us to consider a lot. Yeah. We're not big on uh, follow, follow through, through or... It's a miracle we're here right now. It's a huge miracle. Yeah. I think the only reason we're here right now is because technically I'm in the direction of home for you between sort work of. and like like really if I was like if I was in Pasadena and you had to go home then go oh, out. Oh man, no. See, would you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't Not do during it. the week. Yeah. But that's that's here we are. Uh Someone else asked, uh, Andrew Hurst asked, uh, what were the best and worst meals you ate this week? Oh, that's a good question. Specific to this week. Scott, best what's the best? What's the best meal you had this I week? I mean, it's Wednesday. Yeah. So so let's count days. it from Wednesday. Previous Wednesday to this Wednesday. Oh, the previous so the white Wednesday. the weekend can count. Uh, the, what's the worst meal I had? I mean, I asked best first, but I see where your brain is. What's the worst meal you had? I don't know. Um, what's the <laughs> best meal I had? Probably the best meal I had. We ordered some Indian food from. Uh, there's a a, a north it's i think it it specializes in northern indian food okay it's in it's on sunset we ordered from there on sunday and then we did have uh there's a good deep dish pizza place in echo park so i had some of that is that two boots no No, that's uh masa masa yeah yeah. oh that's very close to you yeah echo park that's nice do you like it that deep dish pizza i do i don't like deep dish pizza as a rule i just feel like it's not pizza to me I, I like theirs. There's there I do like deep dish pizza. It's like a little pizza pie. Do you feel like a little fatty after you finished it? Feel like a fatty? A little fatty? No. <laughs> no, I mean I don't eat it every day. Yeah. 
I mean, I eat pretty healthy. That's good. That was like a little thing. A little never, treat. Being little treat for food yourself. is good. I'm trying to think what's the worst thing I ate all week. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean worse for you. It just means what was like, ugh, I could have done better with that meal. That was a poor no, choice. Oh, yeah. But I, you know, it's like during the week, I, 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 during the week, I juice a lot during the week. I get smoothies and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. eat really light at work because otherwise I get super tired. I, I watch people eat like, meals and i'm like oh, i would just pass the fuck out yeah like real carby meals that yeah, will just like fuck like i would pass out. out like i can't yeah. do it i, I try to eat dirty. light and then when i come home it's like you know sometimes i'll get a salad at lassen's and stuff like that like i mean during the week i don't i don't go out yeah. to dinner a lot during the week well scott i think my worst meal was uh when i just had a quest bar that was bad. I was like, I will say, okay. Last night, better. last night, I was at a, uh, I was at a restaurant, and um, my friend and I hooked up for dinner, and they had uh, pork, veal, meatballs. Do we fuck? Yeah, you hooked up. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> I hit that shit. What up? That's a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so pork, veal, meatballs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pork veal in a romesco sauce, oh, and nice. we and it came out, and it was like we both were like. Fuck, man, that tastes like lamb. Like, it tastes like lamb. Oh. And we were, like, tried a couple, and we were like, is it because there's, like, a mint yogurt? Like, I'm, uh, like is, is our brain being fooled by something? Because the accoutrement that usually associated is, with lamb is with your... Exactly. Okay. And we're like, oh, All this right. is so weird. And I mean, it really tasted like lamb. It wasn't like, oh, hey, this kind of tastes like lamb. Because, you know, I've had a few lamb chops. Like, in New Zealand, I had a lamb chop, so that wasn't gamey, but, yeah. like... Lamb in general has a pretty yeah. distinct flavor. No, listen, I've eaten some Greek food in my day. So we asked the waiter, and he was like, he's like, uh, let me check. He's like, oh, yeah, there's lamb in it. And it's like, well, why the well, fuck why, do you why call would you it? Say that? Why would you call it a lamb pork veal meatball? It's like, it tastes like lamb. I'm into lamb. I mean, that's fine. When I'm but, being told I'm getting lamb. Yeah, but when you say you want, I mean, they took it off the. They took it off the bill for you, huh? They did. Nice. That's some good customer service. Where was yeah. this? Uh, the ostrich farm. Nice, good job. I had guys. a good pork oso busco. Busco, mm. buco, oso buco. Buco sounds more like it. Yeah, buco de beppo. Buco. Sorry, was it a buco de beppo? No, it was an oso buco. Is it oso buco or? Yeah, it's buco. I'll My tell head's you. not all together, man. I yeah, just oso buco. A lot of traffic, so I had that, and that was really that was really good. They got um, that was good, but the the. The meatballs are really like, I don't mind lamb, but it's like, one, your palate, you know, you start to salivate or, or prepare for a certain type of meal. Yeah. And then you get it, and it's not that. And then you're kind of like, then I was really thrown off. Yeah. And my buddy does not like lamb. You're expecting to taste something, and something else yeah. happens. It's not a good thing. No. Uh, so My best meal, I think, was the burgers I made over the weekend. Oh, yeah, from Scott. scratch. I got some pictures from scratch. Fucking, you got a meat grinder? No, did it in the food processor. Uh, Blowing your mind, right? Yeah. Thanks to America's Test Kitchen, I used their recipe. The book. Don't they have an amazing book? Let me tell you. Here's, 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 (laughs) they do have an amazing book. (laughs) The (laughs) Bee Reads. Listen, they have an amazing book. They sure I've do. I've heard that they have this. I wonder if you awesome can get that book. on Audible. <laughs> I wonder. I've always thought about getting that book. Uh, but the two ingre- there's only two real ingredients in this burger. Yeah. It's just butter, yeah, unsalted butter, and uh, sirloin tips. 
Uh, okay. Looks I thought you said you put amazing. in some short ribs. I did. I changed it up a little bit. Yeah, because it's Matt's fucking test yeah. kitchen now, bitch. This is this is my world. Fuck yeah, man. And Do uh, you want. salt and pepper. That's it. That's all you need. And it rocked. It was good. We were good. down with it. Nice. I, I recommend anyone uh, out there trying to make thinking, oh, I'm going to make burgers, and it doesn't take long. Doesn't no. take long. The only t- the, 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 I mean, technically, if you don't want to even do that, you can have a. You can go to like a, a any place that has a butcher, and you can just have them grind it. Yeah, you can make your own. I mean, grind that's there. lazy, but then that's not gonna have the butter in it, you know. Well, you can to add, add the fattiness. You can add fucking butter, dude. Just saying. You know, if just you don't saying. have a grinder or a food processor, I'm trying to include. I'm trying to be inclusive. I'm trying to not include anybody. I'm trying to be inclusive. I don't care what I live people in a world do. of inclusive. You're just like, hey, if you don't have a food, food processor like me, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what people are thinking back home. Or somebody, the person who asked that question probably is like, I don't have a food processor. What am I supposed to do, Matt? And you're like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go literally jerk off or jill off. Is that fucking yourself? Right, I, I was assuming. You jerk yourself off. That's fucking yourself, right? I don't know. Is what do like, you? What is the de- definition of fucking yourself to you? Like shoving your well, dick in your own ass. What's the definition of fucking? I guess I don't. If, now if we're getting real complicated. Here. Well, if you're if you're if your lady jerked you off, she yeah. gave you a handy. Would you just be like, we fucked last no, night? No, I guess I wouldn't. You wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't. That say would be that. stupid if you did. <laughs> <You're> real dumb. <laughs> totally fucked last night with her hand <laughs> and my wiener. But and then you can be like, I fucked my wife's hand. You know what I mean? You can. But, but then. But like, who would respect that, you? But then, like, <laughs> that's would, not what we're talking about here. No. We're just talking about the definition of fucking. If you fucked yourself. If, I don't think if you jerk off, you're fucking yourself. I always, that's what I always imagine, though. When I say go fuck yourself, I think I'm telling someone. But to that's just, a nice thing. Don't jerk off. That's a nice. That's so nice. Well, it's like if you well, told me you're like if yourself. you told me like, hey man, go masturbate yourself to satisfaction. I'm like, all right, like, <laughs> like if you're driving and somebody cuts you off, you're just like, go fucking masturbate. I don't. I that's what I assumed it was. And if you agree with me, use the hashtag uh, jerk off. Yes. Oh, you think that go fuck yourself means, means go home go, and masturbate? Go, home, go jerk off. I think. Well, I thought that was what you were telling. I don't. Scott. <laughs> What are I you don't saying? Why that would be bad? What are you saying? I'm saying like I'm saying like if somebody said if that's the true definition of it, yeah. then if somebody said it to me, I'd be like, I'm like, look, I'm busy, or like, but I wouldn't necessarily be like mad at them for um, saying that. It doesn't seem like an insult. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying, but I think the like root if of it, it, if the definition of it was like, like if go home said, and go, stick your dick in. Well, what about when someone was like, go like pound, that, yeah. go pound sand? What's that? It's like a thing people say. Like go fuck sand? Go pound sand. I think it just means really? to go do a task. If that's... anyone ever said that to me, I would be confused. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, You can't insult me. Oh, because okay. Okay. It... okay. So having said what you have just said, what is in your mind when some when I say to someone, go fuck yourself, what am I telling them to go do? I don't necessarily know. <laughs> I don't, I've never thought about it. I mean, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. I just think of something, it it comes across as aggressive. Like, you yeah. want something bad to happen to them. Right. But, but then how if you send them home to go masturbate? Like, and then they're done. They're like, that was not a bad thing. If you send them <laughs> home. I'm sending you home. Uh, all right. That's fear. That's, that's, I, I guess that makes some sense. I was at, the, I was at work the other day. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know where they're saying. Who's the first person who said "Go fuck yourself"? They had an intention, and we don't know what it is. We it's were probably work, Shakespeare's. The I was at work the other day. Yep. And there was a. Uh, he's twenty six or some guy who works there, and he said, I, "He he had." I knew he'd been out the night before. He'd had a couple of drinks, and I was, and I said, "Hair of the dog." I was like, "Oh man, you need some hair of the dog, right?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Oh fuck! Like, is that?" Is hair of the dog like a saying that's gonna go, go by the wayside? Yeah, by absolutely. the wayside, like it's gonna yeah. go away. And then I was like, because then he was just like, "Well, what does that even mean?" You should have asked him if his brows were on fleek. That's how the kids talk now. I know somebody was trying to say that to me, and I was like, "I just it doesn't it doesn't." I mean, it, I think it's great that they say things like that, but like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try. Well, okay, it's not meant for me. That language isn't meant for like. I believe that the language of youth belongs in the language of youth. It's like, I don't need to learn that stuff. And if they want to say it to me, then I won't understand, but I'm not going to learn it. But uh, you know where the, you know what the origin of hair of the dog is? Cause he suddenly was like, well, what does that even mean? Like, and then suddenly I was like, I have no idea what that means. I mean, I know what it means that you're supposed to drink more beer, but it's like, if you, if you feel drunk, like drink more, but do you have any idea what the etymology of yeah. that? No. So do you, yeah, so oh. I looked it up because in that moment I was like, oh, I have no idea what it means. And it basically is like, um, I, I forget the, the the century or the decade or whatever, but basically there was a time when if you got bit by a rabid dog, they would pull some of its hair off and put it in the wound, thinking that that was a way to cure the, the rabies. Oh. It's pretty literal. It was the literal hair of a dog. That's interesting. Yeah. It was not right. It's not medically sound. Scott, I'm going to tell you the most. I'm going to give you some popular internet slang words, okay? Okay. Your job is to tell me what you think. They mean? They mean. Okay. Okay. Are you going to put them in the form of a sentence or are you just going to say that? No, I can't put them in the form of a sentence. Then you'll catch what they mean. Oh, okay. Or, you know, it's it's not a spelling bee. I'm not going to give you. No, but it's like if I was like, if you say just like fleek without any con. Right context I, I it'll be hard i mean i'll just i'll do it i'll still try i'm here for you i'm here for them i'm here for everybody all right well, first, i'll do whatever anybody wants first i'm going to give you an internet abbreviation okay okay dhmu dhmu that's like you mean like a thing you would text somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dhmu don't hug my underwear well you got the you got don't and my well, you no, you didn't. You got don't. <laughs> it's don't hit me up. Don't hit me up. Don't hit me up. Oh, yeah. Like you would say to somebody like, hey, man, leave me alone. Right. Uh, okay. Right on. Okay. Uh, but you can use it if you've found somebody who's like into your underwear and you want them to stop. Whoa. <laughs> Don't hug my what did you what did you say it was? Don't hug my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> don't hug my please don't hug my underwear. Uh let's see. Uh, 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 uh. This is like from the uh, A team theme. Dun 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 He's crazy. He's pretty. <laughs> That's face. Face is very pretty. Yeah. Uh, I really thought that I would have a better list for you, but oh, I don't. You going on one? 
Internet acronym. I don't want acronyms. I want terms. You know what I mean? Like I want What's fleek? fleek. I want. Well, what is that? I don't know what that means. Fleek is like f- is is is, uh, is. Is it good? Like yeah. it means like oh man, that shit is fleek. Right. That exact. Well, Urban Dictionary defines fleek as uh, as uh, on point. Oh, it's on point. Yeah. Right on. So like when I say your eyebrows are on fleek. Then I know that my eyebrows are ready. <laughs> uh, there's a story today about that kind of thing where Taco Bell studies the uh, millennial slang. Taco Bell executives, this is from the New York Post, are studying a strange new vocabulary emerging on this side of the border, the lingo of its young customers. So, so the company features a millennial word of the week at its headquarters. It's curated by a group of employees in their 20s who send out an email every Tuesday or Wednesday. Words are posted on screens and monitors around the offices in Irvine. Uh, so, for instance, uh, feature word of the week was lit. Lit. L-I-T. Yeah. So that is an adjective, Scott. And what do you think it means? I mean, it's not like you're drunk, which is what it used to mean. Right. That's what they, that, they would be like, that's so old, old man. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not lit. So lit now is just used to describe a uh, certain situation or person or place that is awesome crazy or is just happening in general this place is lit yeah this guy you're doing it this place is lit <laughs> <laughs> and you're fleek uh yes on fleek that was the last you're on one fleek oh my god See, but if I was a millennial, which I'm not, and I suddenly saw my language turn up in articles like that, I would just stop doing it. I don't remember having. Do you remember, like, like when I start? Do you remember when you were young having, like, you know, fleek? And I don't remember having any words that, like. No, I think they were just words that were in the culture that you. I mean, I guess hair of the dog was something you didn't understand. Hair of the dog, and uh, oh, are you saying stuff you didn't understand but said anyway? Well, or just stuff that, like, nowadays, like, I'm like, I mean, that guy didn't understand hair of the dog, I guess. That was, like, a saying. But I also am like, was there a word I said, like, stromboni, like, some weird thing. That, like, <laughs> stromboni. That place is stromboni, man. <laughs> Have you had this beer, man? It's stromboni. <laughs> stromboni? Like, on fleek is, like, fleek, it's not even, like, the, like is fleek, fleek's not a word, right? Like. They've, it's a made-up word. Am I right? Yeah, I guess. Like, well, did you have you a made-up word? Someone, uh, Complex went into, uh, they went. They did a deep dive on Fleek. Yeah. Uh, 1801 translation, originally written in the first century, we discover early usage of the word in question. Fleek fellows I'm afraid of, but the pale and the lean. That was the first uh use of it huh uh the romans have grown pale due to the relentless abuse of lean their eyebrows however have remained as they were on fleek if it was written in the 20th century is that what you said to me no i mean eyebrows on fleek is just that's the phrase that everyone uses oh the whole thing well on fleek you can now use it you I know, but you mentioned my eyebrows, and then yeah. it said that. Well, that was the twenty. Uh, that was a twenty-first century interpretation of that. Ah, gotcha. Of gotcha, that gotcha. sentence. Uh, let's see, fleek, puffed up fleek, delicate, nice. 
delicate. So or it nice. is a word. Yeah, and somebody dug it out of the 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 closet. Yeah, and, and it looks like it just. It looks like they got the usage pretty close. Like it. Okay, so it wasn't like yeah. it, you know, it wasn't like a cabinet made by the Shakers. Right. It's like it was, shaker cabinets. <laughs> like it was something that was actually like it. It is the the right definition. They haven't turned it into something else. <laughs> Someone's asking. All right, here we go. Let's see. Here's what. Here's a question for us, Scott. How do you guys choose new projects, work or personal? Also, soft tacos, crunchies, and favorite Prince song. That's this is all many questions in one. How do yeah. you choose a new project, Scott? Go. Uh, I don't know if I like it. Yeah, if I like it, if I don't, if I think I won't go insane doing it. Yeah, I I, I think like whether I, you know I try to think long term about you know. I don't know. I am pretty just like, do I like it? Do I respond to yeah. it? And that's about it. Or I actually think also about like, well, what do I want to do? And sometimes it's about, you know, if I've been writing or I've been doing, then I want a little variety. Sometimes it's like, what is the job? Yeah. Like, is it an edit job? Is it this job? Uh-huh. I like, I, part of it for me is like, is it, is it going to be different? Like, is it going to pose a challenge that I haven't sort of faced before? Well, that's interesting. Like, you uh, have to challenge yourself? I do. Scott, that's very strange to me. I don't, I don't I, I like to be myself. like if I've done if I've done something too much, then I'm like, eh, like what's the what's the challenge? What's the new thing? Yeah. I like soft tacos. And my I agree. favorite prince corn or flour? Corn. Yeah. All the way. All the man. way corn, one hundred percent. Double corn. Fucking double. Two tortillas, street taco, bitch. Fucking you're a, that taco's on fleek. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> but you used it right. Uh, That's what's important and here. My favorite, what's my favorite Prince song? Oh, man. It's a tough one. You got to think. He's got That's a hell of a back stuff. catalog. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of good Prince songs. Yeah, well, there's many great Prince songs, a lot of good Prince songs, and plenty of okay I'm trying Prince to think. Songs. I mean, it's probably from Purple Rain, I would say. Um... It's okay if it's Raspberry Beret. It's not Raspberry Beret. <laughs> um, probably maybe when doves cry. That's yeah. a pretty good song. It's a great song. Great yeah. guitar solo. I'll steal your answer. Done. Boom. Thank you, thank you, Alex, for that great question. Uh, what's next? Oh man, what do you like to do when you're home relaxing? I think that's all we talk about on this podcast is what we do when we're home. Wow, that's a lot of questions. We're really not going to get to. Um, what do I like to do when I'm home? Yeah. Relaxing? Yeah. Um, do you like to fuck yourself? I do. <laughs> I use a vacuum hose. Go to town on just it? Just go to town. I, Did you ever get creative when you were a kid masturbating? Like a vacuum or anything like, like that? Like just trying anything you could fuck? I can't remember. I don't remember like a melon or anything. Did you? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, I think I was just kind of like, hey, man, this shit's good. <laughs> Your hand, you're fine yeah, with. I was just like. You weren't looking good. to take it to the next level? No, not really. I once tried to fuck a, a TV guide. Really? That's a true story. <laughs> so you rolled it up? No, I 
got real creative with it. I was like, let me soak this TV guide in warm water. How old are you? Cut a hole. I was probably like 11. Oh, this is crazy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by TV guide. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, I just I was like I was like I gotta figure out some sort of uh, vagina uh, analog. Like, I, like I need TV. I need. Like, I was like this. Dave Letterman's hosting the Oscars this week. It's like I gotta get on this. <laughs> so you soak it in water. You soak it in warm in water. It. Cut yeah. a hole in it with a kitchen knife, and then I just tried to fuck it, and it didn't work. Like, fuck it like crazy, it and I gotta tell you, did not work at all. No. And it just just got pulp newspaper just, pulp all over my It was my a mess. Dick. It was yeah. awful. It and was you the, know what? I had already done it twice. It was the dumbest thing. I just stayed, <laughs> the dumbest I stayed, thing. <laughs> I stayed clean. I don't remember doing anything. I definitely did not do that. I definitely did not do that. Are you sure you didn't fuck TV? <laughs> I'm almost positive that it never occurred to me to do that. I didn't, I don't remember. I mean, I had heard, I remember like, you know, people were like, put a cantaloupe in the microwave or like there was all these kind of like yeah. ideas floating around. But I was just like, hey man, you know what? Like by the time I get works. all that done, I'm I'm already fucking done. Yeah, you're just like working smarter and harder. Yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe I'll find one for yeah, you. Yeah, go for it. It's a lot of, a lot of oh, there's a lot. Today. That's a long question. Someone asked me when I'm going to start hosting more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible question. The answer is soon. Very soon. <laughs> very soon. Uh, three. Uh, we're just reading. Someone's now. asking me death of, my thoughts on death uh, of my favorite subreddit being banned. Fat people hate got banned today on subreddit on Reddit. What's that? The subreddit fat people hate. I have no idea what any of that means. Oh, so you know you have Reddit, right? And then you Not have various really. subreddits. I've never been on it. Uh, there's like you know all random. Today I learned. So for instance, you go to Today I learned. It's a fun subreddit. Uh, when a cat brings back dead animals, it's actually acting as natural roles of mother and teacher. Human owners represent cat surrogate family, and they're teaching us how to catch and eat prey, just as they would teach their young in the wild. Nice. Today I learned microscopic algae, not trees, produce the majority of the oxygen we believe, breathe. See? That's a fun subreddit, right? Boom. Yep. The subreddit I loved was called Fat People Hate. And it was uh, just a subreddit dedicated to uh, hating fat people. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That sounds pretty... That sounds pretty awful. Well, it's more like an anti... Anti- at least it started out as more of an anti the healthy at any size movement. Do you know that movement, Scott? Am I oh, be people are like, to you? Like, it doesn't matter if I'm fat, I'm healthy. You uh, know what I mean? That kind yeah, of a yeah. thing. It was more of like a no, you're you're still like gonna have more health problems. Gotcha. You're still probably gonna die before me. That yeah. whole thing. Whatever happened back in the day when everybody just sort of had those private moments, like that person could feel that way where they'd be like, I'm just fat keep it, and I'm just healthy. Keep it to themselves. And then the people that were Well, the problem is, the pro- here's the problem with that. You know, you go on this internet site, you go on Reddit, you know, and yeah. you post something like that. And then what you do is 
find other people that also feel the same way. And then that builds a subreddit, like a community uh, of, you know, 100,000 oh, so users. A subreddit yeah, of it, was, it, was, it made a subreddit. And, but it was a subreddit of people against that or for it? For it. So there's, it was a, it was it was a subreddit. A community of people that were like, yeah, like, I also hate fat people. Oh, you, and they called themselves shitlords. That's not going to be seen as a. <laughs> they were shitlords. No lords one's going to take that seriously. And uh, as fat a pe- the fat people who were ham planets. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> anyway, it got banned by Reddit today, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bummer." I enjoyed reading that dumb, dumb site. Uh, how do you feel about the X Files reboot? Uh, I don't care. Nice. Real simple. Good answer. I'm not. I mean, like, once again, I'm like, I'll watch it. It's television. It's sort of, I mean, no offense, but it's like the whole thing kind of petered out and the movies weren't that good. So it's like, yeah, the whole thing. To me, you want me coming back? First movie was good. Eh. Fight the Future? Eh. I like that a lot. Scott, I don't agree with you. Did you end up seeing Mad Max yet? No. Come on. What are you doing? Working. Uh, That's true. I saw it, Scott. I know. I hear it's great. I do want to see it. 70 thumbs up. If I had 70 thumbs, I'd be giving I do want to see it. I will see it. Because the reality is it's not going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> My chance to watch it will always exist. And I know some people will be like, well, you have to watch it on the big screen. But we'll see. I'll try. Well, I think like... I will try. Oh, here's an <laughs> here's a weird question from Brett. He says, uh, suppose we both have a six-story house. Okay. And each floor must be designed around six movies. What movies would you choose? Oh, wow. So um, so I have a six-story house and each floor. Each floor is a different a lot. themed, a different movie. Let's that is a, a three-story ton. house. You can have a three-story house for sure. Oh, my God. Well, that's a rough one. Ready? Because my immediate one thing is. One of my is- floors is high fidelity. So that floor, the way records. I theme that, you have you know, a bunch of vinyl. Yeah. You know, cool music yeah. posters, things like that. Okay. Another floor, I have uh, Last Picture Show. <laughs> okay. You're just like basing things on, so there's a TV screen. <laughs> yeah, there's a theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The top floor, I'm going to theme after uh, Star Trek First Contact, just because I want to have a bridge of the Enterprise. Okay. That could also be a screening room, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, let's say instead of a f- another floor, I have a pool house, and that's all Jaws themed. Okay. You know, pretty cool, right? Yeah. And then, uh, <sighs> Clue, you know, got a nice floor that Mystery. has, a, that has, that has so every time all the go- things I need. It has like a pool, a billiards room, it has Candle a dining stick, room, candelabra, has, yeah. or whatever. Um, wow. I, do I have to live there? <laughs> I guess not. Oh. You just have a house. <laughs> I don't really want a movie-themed floor. <laughs> um, 2001. Oh, okay, yeah. Not, oh, yeah. That'd be cool. A 2001. Very clean. Look like an um, Apple store. A 2001 with a little red, you know... Guy talking to me, Scott, Dave. How are you well, doing, yeah, Scott? I'm not. Hal, Dave, I'm not Hal. fucking Dave. Yeah, it would be Hal. Hal would be talking to Hal you. Would talking he to would me. say, "Scott, he'd be smart enough not to call me Dave." I feel like you'd want him to call you Dave, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> okay, I'd take that. Yeah. And I'd be like, "My name's Scott." He's like, "I know, Dave." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Dave. No, not anymore, Dave. 
I like your jeans, Dave. <laughs> Go how fuck does this yourself, feel? Dave. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that depends on how you define fucking, Dave. How do you define fucking hell? <laughs> fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Um, well, uh, 2001, I mean, things are trying to jump. I mean, I guess when I was a, when I was younger, I wouldn't really do it now, but when I was younger, oh man, I don't know. I mean, I was 15. It would have been like best little whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Cause there'd be whores. (laughs) (laughs) You can fuck anybody. We'll have a house and we have a just, just a floor full of whores. Dad, we should really get some whores. Yeah, what if we just had? What if we just had some? What if we just had a bunch of ladies that we and I, we could fuck them? <laughs> I really hope you said that to your dad. <laughs> dad, <laughs> dad, what if? Dad. what if? Like, what if there's a whole floor? <laughs> and, was, and like, instead of like TV guys, it's real girls. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, what if what if I have floor like but like and we could like for exchange for money we could, like we have we have fuck them. I wish that that was real. Dad, what if instead of okay, 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 if we can't have if we can't have that, can I have a, Am I your dad? Can I have a jaws room? Yeah. I knew the other one was really hard, and it would never happen because they won't even. Like I don't like mom. Probably be like no. (laughs) What if what if that was how I? Oh, I don't think you'd be here right now. (laughs) I don't know where you would be, but okay, okay. If I if I wasn't here, (laughs) you'd be another person. I'd be I'd be larping. Uh, What's LARPing again? Live action role playing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They'd accept me. Um. Um. Anything else? <laughs> uh, Scott, this is from uh, Reddit's Today. I learned Walt Disney was so disgusted with his viewing of Psycho that he banned Alfred Hitchcock from entering Disneyland. Oh, really? He was just like, that's not good, wholesome fun. Really? <laughs> I guess so. Oh, wow. I'm only going by. That's opinionated. <sighs> yeah, but it, based on what? Based on, like, I don't know. Just because it's on the internet? Mur- no, but like, it was based on fact. Oh, I'm basing that on uh, uh, the. I'm I mean, basing it on the headline, which comes from an article on something called the Film Box, which has the ultimate facts of Psycho. Oh, right well, you know, I guess it's his. He could have banned. Uh, they deferred the majority of the profits to Hitchcock in exchange for his usual two hundred fifty thousand dollar director's fee, as they thought the movie would be a bomb. Yeah. Hitchcock made a large fortune off the film once it became a success. Over $150 million when adjusted for inflation. Boom. Fucking Fuck. Hitchcock was like, yeah. here's my Hitchcock yeah. in your face, bitches. Marion's. I'm sure he felt the same way about Walt Disney. He's like, I don't want to I go to you. I don't care. I don't care about your Mickey Mouse. I could build my own. I'm going to build. I have a. I have a. I'm going to build my own Walt Disney studio. On one of the floors. I can, there's horse. 
but have lots of okay, home. okay, okay, Alfred. <laughs> but like, what if, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna read these psycho facts. Marion's 1957 Ford sedan, right? Yeah, is the exact same car driven by the Cleavers on Leave It to Beaver. Nice, cool. Right on. I did not know that. Uh, Psycho is widely considered to be the first film in the slasher genre. Yeah, because there was a knife. It spawned three direct sequels: Psycho Two, Psycho Three, and Psycho Four: The New Beginning. Yeah, which was a and a TV movie. show. Uh, sort of in color shot for shot remake by Gus Van Sant, starring Vince Vaughn and Norman Bates and Hayes uh, Marion Crane, was released in 1998. It bombed at the box office and failed to make back its 60 million dollar budget. Yeah, we knew that. Uh, Bates Motel was released as a TV movie. That was the failed 1987 pilot. Oh, but now there's a new TV show. Yeah, called Bates Motel. Yeah. Oh. Uh. So if you got a failed pilot out there. Yeah. You know. You know, just sitting around. You just bring stuff back. Maybe 30 years later it'll come out. I'm sure they're just going to start remaking everything on TV <sighs> too. I can't wait for them to remake Cheers. Herman's Head. Herman's Head would be good. Dream On would be good now. Dream On. Fall Guy. Fall Guy would be great. <laughs> Fall Guy would be fucking great nothing now. Nothing on TV like the Fall Guy right now. No, there's literally nothing on TV like the Fall Guy. No. I mean, as we were talking about before, Truck Truck. BJ and the Bear. <laughs> yeah, nothing's happened. There's no, nothing's filling that void right now. No Dukes of Hazard type show. No, is, there, is it too masculine? Is that the problem? I don't know. Maybe it's just nobody too wants dumb. that hero. Maybe it's, the, maybe it's too slow for people. I'm like I'd fucking remake the Rockford Files. Bridge. <laughs> oh Tarzan from a van. <laughs> oh man, what about a Fall Guy themed floor? Oh man. <laughs> The Maid Eastwood looks so fine. <laughs> wow. I watched that shit like crazy when I was beautiful. a kid. The Fall Guy was great. Do you, yeah. Here's a fun thing we'll do. The Fall Guy, how many episodes do you think The Fall Guy had? A hundred. I don't think so. I, well, you know, it was on for... Heather Thomas? Yeah, 113 episodes. Boom. Like Heather Thomas, Marky Post. Yeah. Later went on to Night Court. Yep. I don't know who his buddy was, though. I mean, it was fucking... Douglas lame. Barr? Yeah. Oh, Doug Barr. Yeah. Dougie Barr. I dug that show when I was a kid. Colt's truck was a rounded line 1982 GMC K2500 wide Like, side. I was just at the age where I With was the like, that's what I want. That, well, of course that's what you want. Because you were a kid, you are just like, I want Heather Thomas, I want a pickup truck, and I want a bathtub out on the porch. <laughs> Leave, I'm going to read this because I guarantee you there's people listening that have no idea what the Fall Guy is. No. Because there's, you know, it was on for five years in the early 80s. <sighs> so good. Lee Majors plays Colt Seavers. Yes. A Hollywood stuntman who moonlights as a bounty hunter. Yes. He uses his physical <laughs> skills and knowledge of stunt effects <laughs> to capture fugitives and criminals. Can you imagine <laughs> pitching this to somebody? It's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he is accompanied by his cousin, a stuntman <laughs> in training. Yeah, Howie Munson, yeah. whom Colt frequently calls Kid, and occasionally by fellow stunt performer Jody Banks, played by Heather Thomas. Now, this is interesting. 
So it's, here's a, this is the parenthetical. So he uses his physical skills and knowledge of stunt effects. Parenthetical, especially stunts involving cars or his large GMC pickup truck. Yes. <laughs> Capture fugitives. Which aren't really stunts. He's just driving around. Now, here's, I'm going to keep reading for the kids out there. Typically, an episode begins with a voiceover introduction of, from majors as Seavers explaining yeah. the precarious life of a Hollywood stuntman yeah. and how he... <sighs> Colt is unable to make a full-time living from his stunt work and must moonlight as a bounty hunter. This is intercut with actual Hollywood stock footage from various areas of dangerous movie stunts, such as an exploding plane plunging straight into the ground or a motorcycle jumping from the flaming uh, th- jumping through a flaming hoop. After the voiceover introduction, the crew is seen performing a stunt for a film or TV series when Seaver is assigned to finding, for example, a man who has skipped his bail. Yep. His cases turn out to be more complicated than it first seemed. In That's cor- who Marky Post was. She was the one that she was like, she brought him all the cases. She was so hot, Marky Post. Sure, she's still lovely. Uh, his case turns out to be more complicated than it first seemed. In the course of dealing with the villain, Seavers performs a stunt similar to the one shown at the beginning of the show. <laughs> to, to save the day. Yeah. Cult voiceover narration was dropped in the second season onward. The series is known for its frequent cameos by Hollywood celebrities. The occasional in-joke referring to Major's previous starring role as a $6 million man. It was the best. That's, there's a massive fucking... There's a massive uh, section on his truck. It's awesome, man. Yeah. That's, that's what you want for your cabin. That's what I want. That's what you want, That's Scott. not what I want for my cabin. I want it now. I want the whole Fall Guy package. <laughs> I want I want somebody to be like, hey, man, you want the Fall Guy package? And I'm like, yeah. And I just pay somebody to build me a Fall Guy life. Here's the crazy thing. Uh, it got canceled after season five because it was only pulling in 15.8 million viewers. <laughs> no shit. Which would make it, what, the number two show on television now? <laughs> That's insane. They had to bring him in there, Lee. We're only at 15. As of September 2013, Dwayne Johnson is in negotiations to play the role and McGee is in talks to direct. That's some old information. Fall Guy movie. Because if that movie happens... I don't think... It, I, I don't see... It. It's a serial. It's like it, it, it's like it was built to be that. It was built to be a TV show. Yeah, it was built yeah. to be a TV show. It's yeah. also like nobody wants to watch movies about stunt people. People want to watch movies mm-hmm. with stunts. But you do want to watch a show about a stunt guy moonlighting as a bounty hunter. I fucking did. They're making a... Sign s- me up twice. What? Are they making a $6 million man movie? I don't know. They've been talking about it forever and ever. Oh man, the Fall Guy was like it was the shit. The Fall Guy and the that Rockford song Files. Was awesome. Fall Guy Rockford Files. My mom had a Firebird. That's a silver funny. Firebird. I I think he had that, a gold one, right? Yeah, yeah. My mom had a Firebird. And the I Rockford really, Files. Do you want to? I just love this. I just love these descriptions of these shows. Ready? Yeah. Uh, okay. Producers Roy Huggins and Stephen Canal, oh, rest in peace, Stephen yeah. J. Canal, devised the Rockford characters as a rather significant departure from typical television detectives of the time. Essentially, Brett Maverick as a yep. modern detective. 
Rockford had served time in South California's San Quentin prison in the 60s due to a wrongful conviction. After five years, he was pardoned. His infrequent jobs as a private investigator barely allow him to maintain his dilapidated mobile home. Yeah, at the beach. Which doubles as his office in a parking lot on the beaches of Malibu, California. Yep. In early episodes of the first seasons, Rockford's trailer is located in a parking lot alongside the highway and near the ocean. For the rest of the series, the trailer is at Paradise Cove, adjacent to the pier in a restaurant called The Sandcastle. Uh, in television movies from 1994 to 1999, Rockford is living in a trailer that has been extensively enlarged and remodeled. This is not a, it's a description of the premise of the show. That's just a description of where <laughs> he put trailer. his trailer. <laughs> in, contrast, in, in contrast to most television private eyes, Rockford wears low-budget, off-the-rack clothing and does his best to avoid fights. He rarely carries his Colt Detective Special Revolver, for which he has no permit. Preferring to talk his way out of trouble. He works on cold cases, missing persons, missing persons investigations, and low-budget insurance scams, and repeatedly states he does not handle open cases to avoid trouble with the police. He's been a PI since 1968, and his usual fee is $200 a day, plus expenses. That's It's gone. We don't have that anymore, Matt. That's a classic, like... That's a classic old TV... PI thing. Yeah. Blah, 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 plus expenses. And they, it was just like, and he like started off in prison. Yeah. It was in like, San that Quentin. was part of his backstory. Man. I, I, I guess I would put Simon and Simon along with Simon those shows. Simon, it was a little bit softer. But when I think of like, when I think of that era of television, yes, also it's in the, it's in the same space. Simon and Simon. But they had the one straight laced brother. What's his name's in it? Who's great? Who's getting tons of work? Uh, the guy with the mustache, Garrett something. What's his name? He's in Dead. Oh, McCraney. Yeah, yeah. Gerald McCraney. Now he's on House of Cards. He's tearing it up. He was in uh, Major Dad, right? Fucking tearing it up, man. I don't know. Was Major he, Dad? Wasn't he Major Dad? I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe he was. Yeah, he was Major Dad. Well, now I he's Major Dad. Up. The he, fuck is Major Dad again? Was it a sitcom? Major Dad was a sitcom where he was fuck that. I was watching Fall Guy. Well, Major fucking Dad tried was a to fuck a TV guy fact. watching Major Dad. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the most vicious insult you've ever hurled my way, and it's all true. Uh, Simon and Simon. Okay, here's the premise: polar opposite brothers. Yep. Rick, United States Marine Corps Vietnam veteran, had much more street sense, while AJ went to college and had book smarts. Yep. Rick's tastes were viewed by his brother as lower class, like pickup trucks. Yeah. Well, AJ took care of his money and could afford to be more fashionable. Uh, Boy, they loved cars on Wikipedia. AJ was a practicing Catholic. Rick was not. Rick lived on a boat in AJ's yard. Yeah. AJ wasn't even in the water. It was up on the... yeah. I remember that. AJ preferred to first try to do things by the rules, while Rick worked as much more of a a free spirit, using classic PI type of justice. Even their guns were different. (laughs) Rick has a forty-four Magnum revolver, and AJ has a three fifty-seven Magnum revolver. Remember, uh, they're so different. Remember Hardcastle and McCormick? Oh wow, that was in the same space. What year was that, though? I, that might, that might be, be late. No. What do you think? Hardcastle McCormick? Yeah. 
Why do I think of that show as the late seventies? No. We're gonna find out. No. God, I just flashed on a TV show that I kind of watched. It was like a weird show. It was like a time travel show with like a kid and a dude and a watch. What? 83 to 86. Yeah, man. I know my fucking... I was... That was when you my said prime late 80s. Pumping. You said... That's mid-80s, You bro. said 70s. I said I was late pumping 70s. in the 80s. I was like full in on the 80s. I was watching all that shit. <laughs> Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Milton C. Hardcase. Hardcase, Hardcastle. Yeah. An eccentric judge notorious for being strict with the law in both his duties and towards defendants is retiring. With file drawers filled with 200 criminals who escaped conviction due to legal technicalities, the judge, inspired by his childhood hero, the Lone Ranger, desires to make criminals answer for the crimes anyway. Mark McCormick is a smart-mouthed, streetwise car thief. He faces long incarceration for his latest theft, a prototype sports car called the Coyote X, designed uh, by his murdered best friend. Together, the judge and the car thief strike a deal. Hardcastle helps McCormick catch the murderer. McCormick agrees to be released and work as the judge's agent. In addition, McCormick is allowed to keep the coyote, which proves to be an excellent pursuit vehicle for their needs. What a convoluted, crazy plot to a television show. And it was was on for three years? It's on for 67 episodes. You know who else made that? Stephen J. Cannell. Fuck yeah, man. He was banging that shit out. He was owning the 80s. Stephen J. Canal. He had his fucking dick out. He was just fucking like he was he 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 had a he had a run, man. Kids are out tongues. there who don't know Stephen J. Canal. Let me just go over some of his television series. All right? The Rockford Files. Yes. Beretta. Beretta. City of Angels. The greatest American hero. The A Team. Hardcastle and McCormick. Wise Guy, 21 Jump Street, Silk Stockings, and The Commish. Wow. He killed it. In that process, he had, by his own count, scripted more than 450 episodes and produced or executive produced over 1,500 wow. episodes of television. He was the one who had the little typewriter. Wow. Yeah, that he would, that's finished. And then he would. Yeah. Who is Sit Ubu Sit? Sit Ubu Sit. What was that? Good sign dog. up. Burp. Who was that? I can tell you. Sit, Ubu, sit. Ubu Productions. Yeah, but who's the dude? Would you give up your sense of taste for the ability to teleport? Yep. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. Because if you give up your sense of taste, I feel like you don't get the pleasure out of food, but you also can eat a little better, you know? Not so much worried about what something tastes like. Well, it's like if you give me something that I can do where it's like I could, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, it'd be hard not to, especially uh, at my age. Gary David Goldberg, Uber Productions. Yeah, yeah Family yeah. Ties. Yeah. Spin City. Yep. Brooklyn Bridge. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Wow. Um, For those of you who don't know what that is like. That's the terror. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh you fucked it up. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. Boom. <laughs> That's <laughs> the sit. 80s. Good dog. Fucking 80s. I wonder if there's a Stephen J. Cannell. Like, uh, if we can see that. There's got to be. Oh, here we go. 
is. There it is. Oh, wait. I'm typing. <laughs> this is all the years of the Stephen J. Canal. Look at he's got Emmys now. His office changes. That's what I remember. Love that this guy would fucking have them shoot new ones yeah. every goddamn year. Like Steve wants an update. Wow, to shit. I'm gonna wear this polo shirt. <laughs> My collar's up. Yeah, fucking... I can't believe he's dead. That's a bummer. Well, people die, Matt. I know, but like that guy I mean, fucking had a run. I know, but he had a run. Like that's the point. You have a run, and then you're gone, man. I know. That's the way shit works. Did you ever fucking see? Get your run. The point is, get your run. Did you see the... At least uh, he got to run. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. I want, see what? I want Stephen J. Cannell's net, what he was worth when he passed away. That had got to be. Metric fuckton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's under review because he passed away. All right, man. You know what time it is. We're gonna feed your brain. Guys, today's feed read is brought to you by our good friends at Audible. The Audible. people who say do a podcast and we listen. Uh so here's the deal, guys. You've heard us say it a million times. Uh, but Audible.com is your lone source, as far as I'm concerned. It's a leading provider, so it should be your only choice for spoken audio information entertainment. Listen to audiobooks wherever and whenever you want. God damn it, Scott. How many titles do they have? You know. 180 fucking thousand. That is crazy. That's <laughs> Now, here's the deal. Uh, Fee Breeds, uh, we like to tell you books that are available both on Audible and in, 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 in word form on, yes. the, on the printed page. Uh, Scott, uh, my book... This week is of the of the seven books so far I've read in the Michael Connolly Bosch Bosch series. Jeez. My favorite one so far is uh, called the Doll. Wait, no, wait, that's the Dollmaker Case. It's called the Concrete Blonde. Gotcha. The Concrete Blonde. That one. That one. Here's here's why I like this one. Okay. Okay. The whole time the story's going, Bosch is on trial for for killing a guy the guy who did the doll maker murders right so this is a serial killer that did these so he, doll maker he found murders. him and he killed him now he he's found him he thought the guy was pulling a gun turns out he was pulling his toupee out from under his pillow bosh had bosh was by himself so he fired killed the guy right yeah so they're on trial and they're like you fucking you God thirsty cop killing people when you shouldn't have killed people. Meanwhile, they're like, you know, the guy died, so we'll never know if he was the doll maker, you know? And then all of a sudden, another doll maker victim turns up. Oh no. Yeah. During the trial. And then it's like And, and while to, that's happening, Bosch has to investigate. He has to find out. He's gotta go in there and find out what the fuck's going on. He's happening. gotta get himself off the oh, There gotta, are some twists and turns in this one, kids. I honestly, put it down. 
this was the most page turnery of the bunch. I read this one, I think, in two nights. Whoa. And they're like 450 pages. Wow. Burned through kept it. Going. I could not stop reading this. Ripped. Michael Conley, well done, sir. Kids out there, get the concrete blonde. You don't have to read the other ones to read it. Yeah, you you're can just not sort of jump in. Just jump into Bosch. Have you watched the Amazon show? I have indeed watched they the do Amazon the, do show. They, do they do you use any of the book? Yes, they do. Did they did did they do the concrete? They did the trial aspect of the concrete blonde for like the first five episodes of the season, but he's on he's on trial for pulling his gun and shooting somebody else. Uh but it's the same lawyers. It's gotcha. the same sort of situation. It's not like another body turns up or whatever, but you know, Bosch is on trial and he's still Bosch Bosch I'll tell you what, Bosch is not happy unless he's investigating a murder. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like to play like he's not, squash. Yeah. He's like he's not a hobby no. guy. He's guy he like, listens to jazz on vinyl yeah. and investigates murders. Two things. That's it. That's all Bosch That's does. All he does. Does he sleep? Sometimes, but not well. When he sleeps, he dreams of a lone coyote. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bosch, man. He's a lone hey, coyote. Man, He's a lone coyote That's awesome. out there. Yeah, so kids out there, pick up the Concrete Blonde, uh, available on audible.com. If you don't want to you know, read it with your eyes, I recommend you go to Audible, and you pick it up in audio pick form. Pick shit up and listen to Bosch. Listen to Michael Connolly's The Concrete Blonde which I believe is book three of the Harry Bosch series. I'm trying to think of what I... I um, oh, man. I would like it if they would let... If they would have Titus Welliver now read all the books. You would. That's what your vote is? That would be awesome if that's what happened. I have not been reading as much as you, but I read this... Book called The Hundred Year Old Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared, which has just been made into a movie. And is it literally about a 100 year old man that just climbs out a window and then no one knows what happens to him? And then you find out what happens to him. Yeah. Oh, Scott, I like it. It's kind of a dark comedy. It has like a certain, um, it's Swedish. It was written by a Swedish man. There's a movie out supposedly about it it was it was fun it was a good light read i just i don't have as much time right now so i like getting anything dense it was a good fun read if you want something fun to read that was a good fun read i also want to say um if you haven't read the martian yeah everybody was talking about the martian trailer just came out have you seen it uh no i didn't watch the trailer yet no it looks good i'm in i was like oh good i'm glad it looks good they did like two different things but i was like i was I like the attitude of the the trailer definitely captured the attitude of the book. I thought Matt was good and uh I'm totally in. Nice. I'm in. I, I mean it. I won't go, but I'm in. Means that you I won't want, go. I, it means that if you were a man that went to movies you'd go. Yeah. What I'm saying is like you guys should go. Everyone and go. I'll watch it and Scott will watch years. it when they send it to him <laughs> for the Academy voting. <laughs> But also listen to the book. I know it is on audible.com or read it. It's a it's a fun little page turner. It's got Martian by some some um, some. Oh, who wrote the Martian? Oh, also the hundred year old man who climbed out the window is by Jonas Jonasson. Whoa. 
Andy Jonasson. Andy Weir wrote. Andy the, Weir wrote the Martian. Martian. Get in on that shit. And you know what? The Martian is whisper sync for voice ready. Yeah, boom. You know what that means? I don't even know what that means. I'll tell you what that I means. I want that. Audible, you know, whose parent company is Amazon. If you're reading on a Kindle, okay, and you have Audible, and you have the audiobook on Audible, the page you left off reading, you get in your car. And boom. Boom. It's going. Playing. Look boom, at that. Boom, boom, boom. Why aren't you doing this? <sighs> go to, Come on, go America. to audible.com. Audiblepodcast.com. Audiblepodcast.com. Forward slash Phoebe. Forward slash Phoebe. Get you a free audiobook. Free audiobook. 30 day trial. Day, 30, 30 day trial. 30 day trial. Not a 14. 30 day trial. 30 day trial. 30 day trial. 180,000 options. Best. I love it. I love it so much. It is a, like I, I say this again. Yes, they keep us doing podcasts. Number two, I have used Audible. I've used audible.com. I've used it too. This is not me saying like, hey, use this thing. Scott. This is not me saying like, hey, go see that movie, and then I don't go see the movie. I actually download books from audible.com. We are just fucking people who like the products, and that's what we do. Thanks, yeah, you got really fucking excited. <laughs> Audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe. Okay. Uh, Scott, time for uh, Phoebe's. Oh, Phoebe's. What okay. are you watching right now? Not Besides really. the Rockford Files. Besides reruns of the Rockford Files. What did I watch recently? Uh, I don't have. I mean, I've been watching hockey. Um, game's on right now, man. Who do you think is going to take it? Blackhawks, Tampa. How I don't do you feel? know. How do you I mean, feel? I'll tell you right now. Side two two. So it's anybody's it. game. It's anybody's game. I don't know who's gonna take it. Oh wait, it's tied. The Tampa's, game is tied two goal. Yeah, that's right. It's two games apiece. I think Tam- Tampa's look good, but Chicago's they're fighters, man. <sighs> they're fighters. They've got the experience, but I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a dog in the hunt. I'm not like they're not really my teams, but. I like watching hockey. I can't think of what else I've been watching. I wish I could get this for you, Scott. It's $700. Oh, shit. The Fall Guy working wench. <laughs> the Fall Guy um, truck. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I I mean, what have I been watching? I watch Game of Thrones. Okay. And I watch... Uh, I've, wa- I've been watching um, you Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Did you watch last week's Silicon Valley? Last week's was great. I laughed so hard. Last week's show. was the... Last week's to me. Well, I mean, that's how it goes. You know, that's the that's the one before the season's over. I so that's where like I, mean, I was waiting for that la- last. I was waiting for that laugh. Last la- last week was the one that got me. I was starting to get a little like I was starting to yeah. waffle a bit. Yeah, and, and that that brought me back. I just like that fucking killed me. I just went. I I, I even texted Camille. I was like, listen. Sometimes there's literally nothing funnier. Than a guy falling. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Oh, that was really funny. There was a couple lines though that just fucking. There's that show to me when it's on, it's like I will start laughing for like five minutes. And there was a couple lines last, the last show last Sunday that really fucking cracked me up. It's a great show. Yeah, really it's good. A great, show. great show. Uh, I highly. Have you checked out Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt yet? No, everybody keeps telling me to check it out. I like I it. It's, I like I it a lot. Good. That's my Phoebe's. I've I've watched that series three times now. Wow, thirteen episodes. You can plow through. You it. rewatched it, guys. I'm unemployed. That's oh, what I do. There's other things to do, man. Well, you know, 
I like to when I write sitcoms, I like to have sitcoms on. Okay. You know? Um I can't th- I can't think of anything else I've watched. Oh, I watched the movie um fuck. Uh Wild Tales. Uh Argentinian oh, right. Oscar uh movie. Was that you who was telling me about that? No, I was talking to my buddy Carlos about that. He also he also was talking about that movie being I, very I, good. I recommend it's a uh, Wild Tales. It's uh it's kind of like an anthology like it's um it's it's stories. So it's five different stories of it's kind of about revenge is the main thing. Mm. And the first one's just great. It's like the first one just sucks you right in. Second one's pretty good. Third one's great. Third, uh, fourth one's pretty good, and then the fifth one is really good. But uh, it's really fun. Argentinian Oscar. It was nominated for an Oscar. I don't think it won. Uh, Wild Tales. Check it out. Beautiful. Yeah, Scott, really good. I think we gave the kids a lot of stuff to check I out. Think we did it. But you know what? I got news for you. We're back next week. We're gonna be back. Oh my we're god! Figure it out. Uh, so Scott, uh, look, we're trying. I know people get online. We are and trying. I know people. We are trying. Ask if we're and you dead. know what? Do you know what helps to get more Phoebes out there is for you guys to go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe and sign up for a thirty day audio, uh, yes. thirty day trial. Uh, you know, I just want to say for for Scott Mosier and Matt Myra, keep it on fleek, kids. Keep it. <laughs> Let's talk about the most fleeked people out there. The greatest actors of our generation. Mr. Mark Wahlberg. And Denzel Washington. Make it rain. Make it rain. I'm going to go get a Fall Guy truck now. Scott, that was it. We just did an episode of Phoebe, and the kids, they can't stop talking about it. Because it's so on Because it was so on fleek so that on-fleek. no one could possibly have thought anything else. But, man, this is on fleek. But if you have time to think about anything else, I want you to go ahead and go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe. They are our sponsor today. They are why you have a Phoebe in your ear holes right now. Uh, with over 180,000 titles in virtually every genre, you'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook. Guys, just get you can get one free for free. Get one. Make it a long one. Go yeah. get Anna Karenina or something. Yeah. Make it a long Warm one. Get piece. your money's, get your yeah. zero money's worth. 30-day trial. All you gotta do is sign up at audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe. Phoebe. Goodbye, everybody. What are you doing, dude? What? Why the fucking sign? That was a weird voice. It was, but what? You gotta do the sign-off. Oh my god. I completely forgot the Holy sign-off shit. initially. Scott, we're going to have to edit that into the end of the thing. Because I said on fleek is our new sign off. <laughs> this has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>